Welcome to the Your Message Received podcast. And now, taking your message to the finish line, your host, John Duffin. Hey folks, John Duffin back here with Duffin Media and Duffin Coaching. Welcome to another episode of Your Message Received, where we get to help you find your best, most true, authentic business voice. Now, your most authentic voice. Get what you want, find what you need, improve your results. Yeah, meet that person of your dreams. Make billions of dollars, become president of corporations. Again, we're not promising all those things yet. We're projecting them later on in the year. But for this moment, we're planting a seed. And we get to do that by bringing people on who walk the walk. Today is absolutely no exception because my friend, my mentor, my colleague, business guru, Culture Matters CEO, public speaker and event host extraordinaire and published author. And that's just some of the cool things about Jay. Jay Duran is here and back with us again today too. I'm really excited. Nice to have you back, man. Thank you. This is pleasure is all yours. (laughs) You know, a good friend of mine used to say that to me and other people all the time. So I apologize for the, the, but it's an endearing statement because of the, the love I have for them. Because <laughs> oh. uh, they, yeah, they're very much a character and 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 just to experience and be in their presence. But that's they used to say that sometimes to people to joke with them, you know, pleasure is all yours. Uh, so, what you know, no, it really is a pleasure and an honor always to come on your show oh. and, be, and be heard. So thank you so much for that. I love this. And we've had, is this the fourth? past so far so i'm exceedingly excited that we get to dive deeper uh, head a little bit further in because folks one of there's a lot of attributes that i would say about jay duran and here's just one of them which is the constant and continuous sense of progression uh Mm -hmm. learning sharing utilizing uh knowledge expertise in order to make culture matter. And so right off the bat, in 2024, why does culture still matter? Hmm. Yeah, the more, the more, I think the more we get to decide what we consume, what we, what we watch, Mm who who we who we get to choose in our circle the more things become in a vacuum the more the bigger picture matters so we don't lose a sense of who we are in the process mm-hmm. trying to make things mold things to what we want and make things perfect that's like the first thing on a big scale why does culture matter mm-hmm. we're all different makes us beautiful as a as people it also relates to what conflicts of vision, opinion, ways that we perceive mm-hmm. the world, how we want to live. That's my, the big, you know, the macro answer. Uh, business-wise, yeah, people have more options. Mm-hmm. We have to earn their trust mm-hmm. and re-earn it every day. Mm-hmm. And that that's, I think, going to become continually more difficult as each individual in companies has more control over their personal brand Mm. through their social platforms Mm -hmm. quite literally is being told subliminally every day 
you're better than where you are. You could be this, you could be here, you could be doing this, or you could be, and you know, and so those that's a short answer, that bigger, and then mm -hmm. on an individual level in business, it culture matters. Um, people matter. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, one of the things I think about when you just said that, and and that it's it, I, I still find it intriguing, which is corporations often have the reputation of wanting to instill their message as opposed to an evolving culture. And I wonder, like for me, when when as you're saying, people have more autonomy in regards to their personal brand and whether it's social media or blogs or habits or whatever the case may be. Do you find currently that corporations like the fact that individuals continue to evolve upward and outward? Or do you find that they resist changes like that as time goes on or that goes away from planting their message? Even if the intention is to support the individual's autonomy, mm -hmm. what institution doesn't push back a little bit? Because mm -hmm. I can't just do whatever I want mm -hmm. in a country. There are laws to stop me. So um, I think even even if the, so, even if the leadership is uh, open to that idea, there's still natural tensions within mm -hmm. the corporation to create order where there's chaos. Now, uh, more nuanced. The based on the leadership's values, how they work how they relate to each other, you know, up the line, down the line, authority, subordinate, that will set the, that's part of what sets that tone. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that would be, yeah, that, that's part of what set that sets mm -hmm. that tone. There's, there's, there's a level of a degree of responsibility that those at the top set the vision mm -hmm. uh, and the general strategy. And then the question is how, how much autonomy and uh, ability, uh, like how, yeah, how much autonomy mm -hmm. to each individual within the organization to get their job, their job, their job done, right? At 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 the, at the most, you know, effective in the most effective capacity, mm -hmm. and and that as success occurs, as the as the organization grows, the what what worked before under uh, the results undermine. Mm -hmm undermine the process mm -hmm. so these tensions exist inherent in the, in the growth of a company i love that one of the fun parts uh folks if you're following jay on this show or on his own culture matters podcast or and a myriad of other guest appearances one of the things that i'm a massive fan one of the biggest reasons i'm a massive fan of jay duran is the progress evolution and continuous learning that morphs into better coaching, better leading, and better results. It's simply because of time, experience, and what have you. One of the things that I've been thinking, and, and today, because it's early in 2024, and Jay and I have already covered like the, the sense of immediacy and, and urgency and all that sort of thing. But it, today in this platform, one of the things that I wanted to lean into also is the sense of evolution in terms of how things are changing and what is working better now. And I just believe in my heart 
that as business continues to evolve, that you can't rely on older information. And for God's sake, older information could be six months, not 10 years. So first, like a general question would be, how receptive are companies to you currently in regards to, without naming names, that doesn't matter. Sure. But what I mean is, how receptive are companies now in terms of accepting change, suggestions, new ideas, critiques? What's that been like lately? I think there's generally interest, well, but in the nature of the em em employer is to mm -hmm. figure out how to get the job done. And let's say that there's a breakdown of communication with the goals of the organization and, right. and, and the labor, like the mm -hmm. people's ability to ex upon, ex execute upon those goals. Right. Oftentimes companies will look for third parties to help them get the job done, whether mm -hmm. that's communicating with the people or whether that's participating in getting and actually doing the work. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we take a very specific approach to working very deeply with the ownership of organizations. Mm -hmm. There are, and, and, and in the process of doing that, there are plenty of other third parties who facilitate in different trainings and different mm -hmm. value adds so that um, an, an organization doesn't, uh, for example, um, choke in its own exhaust. It's kind of, kind of that work has to happen constantly and, mm -hmm. and, and it really never ends there's mm -hmm. there's those within the organization that are working within it to keep open feedback loops occurring and there are those outside of the organization that are known and unknown to the people of the organization mm -hmm. that are helping that organization stay right. innovative ah so okay i don't think i, I think uh, it's uh, there's always been an in there's always it's a part of the system to have right. various third parties mm -hmm. the question is who and there's there's a competition there because there's endless amounts of people that would love to yep. be uh, in the position to help organizations in varying capacities as advisors, as coaches, as mm -hmm. mentors, as speakers, and so on and so forth. So I think the interest is mm -hmm. is is just a constant and has has been in business for a long time. And I think that as far as like on a bigger scale, like these larger Fortune 100 type companies. Right. You know, there's always. It seems to be that there's there's always new ways of saying the same thing, mm. mm -hmm. and that, you know, without novelty, we why would we watch movies if we, they're all you know saying the same message. Mm -hmm. we, every, but we enjoy hearing that message in never-ending different ways. <laughs> so so, um, yeah, and, and ultimately the, the the strain of institutions keeping mm -hmm. talent. The statistics are showing the talent stays at a more simple way to put it would be people have a lot more jobs in their career than they used to. Mm -hmm. So how, how first question would be, could we, could we, could we keep, could we, could we maintain tenure or increase tenure? Could we have tenure essentially at, meaning loyal employees mm -hmm. working with an organization for their career is that even still a possibility let's say that it is mm -hmm. and let's just say that the the percentage uh it's a lower percentage likelihood mm -hmm. could we potentially increase that percentage mm -hmm. could we increase the amount of people 
that could work with organization long-term, would want to work with organization for the long-term? If so, what would that look like? It, would that even be a benefit? Is that not even a benefit anymore based on this factor, this factor, and this factor? Mm -hmm. What are the consequences of that for our business culture, mm -hmm. for our culture as a whole? These are the types of questions <laughs> that I live within to attempt to answer with organizations to figure out the type of uh, ecosystem that they want to create to support their customers through the support and the right attraction mm -hmm. and development and uh, uh, turnover of their people. So, cause, and that, that, so <laughs> the, the question was about, is there interest, is there interest or mm -hmm. what that like, there's always, it's always occurring. There's always people helping the helpers uh, of business. Right. The question is, um, you know, who are they? And how effective right. are they? Mm -hmm. And, you know, are there listeners that want to be those people? So that could go in a whole different direction. I hear you. I would say um, we're very successful because we focus on the results aspect. Mm -hmm. It's the outcomes, depth and width versus just width or just depth. Right. Jay, you said something a moment ago, which, by the way, that struck several thoughts to me. But one of the things that I, that I was that I love when you said, "Well, there's multiple ways or different ways to say the same thing," and I was just, "Are organizations when they want to work with you, in general questions, are they asking the same questions in regards to why they bring you in?" Or are they asking different questions? Are you noticing shifts in regards to priorities? Really is all I'm trying to say. In well, regards I think, to priorities. Okay, so logically, I, I think we all, if we're looking for a change in our organization, right. we're going to look at what we can see. Mm -hmm. my, I, need, I need my people to be bought in. Mm -hmm. I, how My approach is trying to figure out how bought in is the person saying that below their own awareness. Mm -hmm. Because... We're not the organization to partner up and help them fix or change their people. Mm -hmm. I believe that's actually a byproduct of that of the, of whoever's speaking and asking and inquiring of elevating their own awareness and evolving their own sophistication of business right. and actually buying more into the organization. Mm -hmm. And that starts with this: the CEOs of the organization, mm -hmm. the the managers of the the, the organization, the, the leadership the, team, the well, and even so, that leadership team will relate to one another relative to how they're related to by their mm -hmm. ultimate authority, mm -hmm. which would be the, the the CEO. How the CEO creates open communication mm -hmm. and articulates them uh, themselves the vision, right? The reasons, provides resources, mm -hmm. and um, uh, curates those relationships internally and externally. So. Um, to answer your question, it's mm -hmm. it, it, I, there are at least our role. There are those that um, teach, let's say, the people or inspire the people or come in and add those types mm -hmm. of um, services and or products for the people. Let's say that the employee base. We're more focused on the the employer mm -hmm. and that. how they work. That's the that's that's so. That would be my answer. I love it. You you said I'm going backwards one more step too before I go step forward. And I liked when I literally was like acting like I think it was like clapping 
hands. So if anybody's watching this, we'll okay. be clapping about. Um, but the but it was was when you said like longer term employees, and do you even want that anymore? I want to be clear. I gravitated towards this because I have I brought so much power to the table. If I were to work with an employee in an organization, they would leave wherever they are because they would become powerful enough to start powerful, confident, ever. right? But here's yeah, the yeah, point. yeah. So that's where I gravitated towards working with the employer. The, exactly, Whoever is in majority control mm -hmm. of the equity and how they think, and their ability to think, their ability to work through. Mm -hmm their own emotions, their ability to think mm -hmm. out 50 years, their ability to strategize, their ability to integrate, their ability to do the role mm -hmm. that runs antithetical to the founding mm -hmm. role. Because the, the journey from a founder to a CEO mm -hmm. is completely night and day different reality. And if a founder mm -hmm. doesn't want to lose their company right. to someone acquiring their company where mm -hmm. they then get fired and or perceivably you know, elevated when they're bought oh, out. Right, right. Elevated to assets, uh <laughs> You yeah, know, when their house gets flipped by someone else versus them mm -hmm. building and holding an empire of assets, right. of a portfolio mm -hmm. businesses. Yep. So, 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 e, if someone like myself specifically, with those that level of that degree of intensity, mm -hmm. the level of education, and the and the innate abilities that I have, were to go and work with the employees and executives mm -hmm. of an organization specifically only, I would argue that. That'd be a great way to um, lose talent as it outgrows the leadership. Yep. So from because if somebody's under you, growing faster than you, yeah. What you know the likelihood that and and great leadership, like let's say, I don't just want to like blanket of great leadership, but rec part of the role of the of 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 you know an authority of a subordinate is to recognize that talent, and if they're truly in it for the best interests of the organization. Mm -hmm guide them up in the upward mobility of the organization. Now, if the right. organization is not growing mm -hmm. and they can't do that, then that relationship is naturally going to get strained of the mentor, the mentee, and they have nowhere to bring them. Or if the mentor mm. you know, is, 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 is operating from, from envy and these, these, mm -hmm. you know, essentially, you know, jealousy, lack of confidence and yeah, sure. stop the growth of the talent mm. and, and, and clog up the organization. So, Sorry, you, you were going to nope. say. That me at my first manager job. <laughs> terrified. It's a natural tendency. Oh my God, terrified. That, that, oh my God, they're really good. They're going to take my job. That was literally me at my first manager job. Oh, so I want to add something to this. Yeah. The, a person, to, increase, to decrease the likelihood of that happening mm -hmm. and to increase the likelihood of the organization, let's say, being able to see the type of leadership that's there and then decide if they're going to stay or not. Mm-hmm. I believe is 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 proportionate to how the CEO leads, because because if the if the if the CEO is leading in a way where how they lead is to pull people up and not suppress mm -hmm. them, mm -hmm. that will activate like the version of yourself back then that may have had that more open, courageous capacity. Mm -hmm. You're going to model what you're seeing in your leadership. Now, if you're not changing your behavior based on how their behavior is representing, then it may not be, then it may be the organization saying goodbye. Now, right. the, the, theoretically, there's arguments of, you know, can people change? Do they mm -hmm. change? How do they change? And and that's still an open, companies spend, invest, spend, invest tremendously at it, figure out, can I make this person better? Mm -hmm. And um, And there's value to that. 
I'm more of the strain of thought that people, as opposed to people changing, they they adapt to ideology or they they're influenced by proximity and what they're around. Mm-hmm. But anyway, a little philosophical. But um, so that's that's something to think about. Is that that it, you know, if if you are like the way you just said you were earlier in your career right now, and you're mm-hmm. working for you know the, the, and and someone that is the same way. Well, why would you change your behavior mm-hmm. if they're behaving differently? That could, in, in a constructive way, mm-hmm. maybe you would be more likely to pull someone up. Absolutely. So that's kind of that's the, the law of the picture, right? People do what people see. And I beautifully put. I I was also thinking something too from a personal side. I can remember when I would watch senior leadership change in regards to not just their point of view, and I don't mean from an ev- evolution standpoint or a learned standpoint, but more from a, a like a change in weakness. And I would watch uh, senior leadership, and it, that in essence they use the old expression "turn on people," and and, and that just makes it sound. Uh, weirder than it is but i from a leadership perspective from senior leadership from what you've observed and you're a ceo too so i mean it's not like like is it so it's also a case do you believe that like i think of tenure when i think of long-term employees and i remember even back in the day that was the goal is that you wanted a bunch of long-term people but do you think that's even let's say that better, John. Um, Do you think that is desirable in 2024 and 25 or whatever and beyond to have these long-term, I'm calling them employees? It's a huge advantage. How so? Relationships are the the basis of culture. Mm. So internally, if our company's easier there, our trust isn't, Mm-hmm. It, we're slowing down our productivity and our output. Okay. If our competencies are there and trust is there, mm-hmm. output increases. Output has a relationship with profit, mm-hmm. and profit has a relationship with the ability to reinvest into the organization. Just because our culture is separating itself, like you know, totally reorienting. I'm talking about our culture, like the is 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 doesn't doesn't mean that that's in the best interest of organizations at this time just because right. we're becoming more transient as mm-hmm. a as a species mm-hmm. doesn't mean that transience is the way so so i would say there could be clear market advantages mm-hmm. for an organization that builds deep relationships with its people mm-hmm. where they're continually right competent and trusting Mm-hmm. Now this is the thing that it's interesting is yeah if we have a t- if we have a relationship of ten years and then by year seven you stopped relearning your job mm-hmm. and I've kept relearning mine mm-hmm. you may be loyal but I may not be loyal to you right the results are not going to be loyal to us mm-hmm. learning. Uh, creates friction in, in lot and in, in relationships period mm-hmm. right? if i outgrow my partner yeah and i'm not addressing if i feel mm-hmm. as though i've outgrown my partner mm-hmm. i'm not addressing that i can't figure out if it's paranoia in my mind it's it's a symptom of something else 
or if quite literally we've grown apart because my values have changed because of the things I've learned because of the things I've unlearned and vice mm-hmm. versa. So people outgrow people and people outgrow organizations and organizations outgrow people. And so it's absolutely an advantage, I, I believe, to, <laughs> to have long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. Now, that's it's been a consequence of, I mean, it's just, if that's the way it was at one time, well, it was a consequence of mm-hmm. a bunch of things. Yep. Was it values? Was it like the culture? Was it right. where technology was at the time as it related mm-hmm. to where our values were at the time? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what, how will our values change in response to technological advance, mm-hmm. progression? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the other, the other side of it is, you know, I think about this like really far out or try to like, okay, in, in a world where things were more transient. Yeah. And we did have trust. Mm-hmm. Like, like if I was able to love someone I've only known for an hour as much unconditionally as I love someone I've known for 50 years, mm-hmm. is that better for the human species to have mm-hmm. that level of, is that even love or is that something else? So my point is, I don't know the answer to the long-term outcome of, I'm trying to figure that out. That's what right. those types of questions drive me to want to get up in the morning and work, right? Because working in business is like um, a social laboratory. Uh, it's like a social sciences mm-hmm. laboratory. You get to test methodologies and theories and see what works and what doesn't work. And um, so I think at this juncture, there's advantage in having having long-term relationships Mm -hmm. because it, it helps a person develop as a person, right. Face conflict. Mm -hmm. And, and the less conflict we face, the paradox is more conflict is created. Mm -hmm. Uh, A conflict avoided is conflict multiplied. So, 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 um, but with tenure of a relationship, Mm -hmm. we, the paradox of love is the more we love, the, the more unconditional love is, the more entitlement within it and the less we're likely to ask, excuse me, that next question. You know, Harold Bloom, one of my favorite um, teachers, no longer with us, but just like a savant literary figure. And right. he, he would say that the reason we read literature, I'm paraphrasing, is mm-hmm. there's only so many people that we can get to know, something to that effect. Like mm-hmm. we've, we've exhausted all the people that mm-hmm. we know. And so we're reading these great works to mm-hmm. come closer to ourselves and culture right, through these great works. Um, there's some, there's clearly truth to that. At the same time, if we have a relationship of 30 years and I stopped 27 years in mm-hmm. asking you how your day was and actually caring to know about that and then going deeper, mm-hmm. well, we're going to have an issue by year 32, maybe we get divorced. Now, if we're doing that in our business mm-hmm. with our people and vice versa, mm-hmm. where they stop learning, we stop learning. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? The complexity oh, of that. Okay. I believe that oh. to be so. That's why I asked. I can't answer the question. That's why I wanted to know. Because it's like, to me, it, it's this constant evolution and everyone, are you keeping up or not? And that to me, as I said, again, is one of the things that I think about as business progresses, as corporations progress or regress, and as more individuals are either staying within an organization or formulating their own business, is the sense of this continuous 
learning, and you just said it a moment ago, and unlearning. So one of the things I thought about today, folks, the last time Jay was with us, we were talking a lot about quotes as reference points, markers, historical data, empirical data that you can utilize. One of the things that, by the way, speaking of literature, our friend Jay Duran is also a published author who has written the book 30 Days of Thought. Um, I remember getting an autographed copy from Jay at a coffee shop in the Fishtown section of Philadelphia approximately four-ish years ago, right? And one of the reasons I loved the book was how interactive it was. And I don't know that that's the right choice of words, but it wasn't a reactive sort of just finding ahas, which I always find nice and limiting. Because it's it's to me it's it's great to learn new stuff, but if you can actually put them in practice, and one of the cool things that I love about this book was, in essence, the reminder at the end of each chapter to keep reading, keep writing, keep filming, keep oh my favorite line, and that's what I want to ask you: keep living your truth. Uh, so my question is this: What are some of the things that you have seen that you have either learned or unlearned as it relates to originally writing your truth in the book and i'm guessing uh, not guessing think so we're looking four years ago what's evolved live and changed in, li, for you? Li, this the live in your truth but don't let it get in the way of the truth Ooh. the truth has a relationship with myself and my counterpart mm -hmm. as rousseau once said there's your truth my truth and the, facts, the truth yeah well, the facts and mm -hmm. the truth Right. And there's an interaction going on. So as our culture, you know, on an individual level becomes more attuned to the idea of that we have a, that we can have each have a unique experience for how we're choosing to live. Mm -hmm. Be, uh, uh, be careful of that. Interrupting the process of uncovering the truth with each other like the yeah. truth evolves and, and changes and, and the truth there's a level of uncertainty for all of us and the mm -hmm. truth is something that takes another party like other people to communicate mm -hmm. and interact and work with so that's just something that comes to mind is you know in in that to add to that sentence or what have you be live your truth and and and, and seek to, to 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 become more capable of expressing oneself and one's belief of their their truth right. subjectively but don't let your truth i won't let my truth get in the mm -hmm. way of the truth and the truth is a process of discovery and uncovering mm -hmm. with the people that i celebrate my life with those that disagree mm -hmm. with me as well as those that agree with mm -hmm. me and in a, a business sense you have to constantly un unveil the truth because the truth will be how do we fix this problem? Where are we going? Why are we going there? Mm -hmm. There's, there's, we need every, you know, so go ahead. No, I love, like I said, uh, the celebrating your life part, which, which I thought was, you know, you know, I think is wonderful. I saw some sections I've read and reread, and I'm just in terms of not necessarily do you believe it, but in your mind, like one of the very impactful beginning and i'm dog-eared the whole damn book so like to me 
I love the even the title of I quit every day on the entrepreneur. Yeah, that was a good one. I remember it's a great one. You it know, me is this is why I wrote it myself. So, and you're talking about the old days, the assembly line, and, and you know what I mean? And, and, and I love the quote specifically, entrepreneurship is like eating glass and <laughs> light, light and airy, this book. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's to you, like, I guess the, the question would be. You got to see my copy here. Look at it. Oh my God. Oh, oh, I love That's real dog ears. And that's Brad real did, devotion. Light speed um, insignia with this so oh, wait a minute do i have the lights no i don't no because this no i got it but yeah but anyway. mine's better because i got jay Durant to write on mine and Four, page so 43 you're asking about yes sir oh yeah okay yeah 43 can i just say something quickly about this Please. book it's less a book and more of a of a process because when Thank the you. listener mm -hmm starts 30 days of their thought mm -hmm. they're reading i i quit every day i'm an entrepreneur that excerpt right to think their own thoughts to turn the page and mm -hmm. write in the book to write in the book what they think and there's a call to action for them to share what they think mm -hmm. on video mm -hmm. so so they could share it with their peers their mm -hmm. the world mm -hmm. And to watch their video, to reflect on what mm -hmm. it was they reflected on. It's a, and it's their thought. It's not they're posting it every day. Jade Rand, Jade Rand, Jade. Because the first initial thoughts were mine, but 30 days of thought is a process for all of us mm -hmm. that can be re revisited at any time mm -hmm. with the goal, more clarity, more, oh, um, more, more, more content, context or re realization um, to develop one's character. So just, it's a process. I, I should say that because if read in a way mm -hmm. with as a traditional nonfiction book, for example, or a, right. it would, I would say it would be a waste of, of someone's time in, in mm -hmm. a very deep sense, unless they're just interested in me obsessively. <laughs> Right. Like, and I mean, like, oh, I wonder what Jay thought at this time, which is, you know, that's, I guess, interesting if you're studying an obscure mm -hmm. figure. Right. Um, you know. <laughs> but like, this is a process for people. This I love. All right. So I don't know why my mind went there, but at first, a beautiful. So I go, I go to the comedian. I go to the comedian, Nate Bergazzi, who I'm a massive fan of. And I love him to death. And he talks about books. And he's like, I don't read because, you know, when I read the books, it's like it's just so many words. <laughs> and, and I'm just looking. Can you just give me a couple of minutes? But then it's more words. <laughs> <laughs> and, and right because people are and in general are looking at this you need to do something for me has anyone of the people that have read your book and and responded back to you and and like the process i'm sorry that ever that have catch. done the process right um <laughs> took a minute sorry um i'm usually faster than that but it's like but but with the process have come back to you with any sort of answers or thoughts that have changed the way that you think oh my god there's so much there uh people have I've, I've watched i've had the opportunity to watch people through social platforms like instagram and linkedin yeah. and facebook mm -hmm. represent 
their 30 days of thought in mm -hmm. their way in all different ways mm -hmm. some taking three a day and doing it for 30 days others right. doing weekly facebook lives talking mm -hmm. one at a time with other people mm -hmm. um others more like produced clips of one mm -hmm. thought at a time and i've watched so many things and and had thoughts or different yeah. ways of looking at mm -hmm the original thought and how that was interpreted that led to new conversations the answers from the stairs is a great book people can invest into let me say it again i'm so sorry answers from the stairs thank you by christopher vester who mm -hmm. in one of the final chapters puts their 30 days of thought within a chapter their mm -hmm. thoughts of my thoughts on the thoughts mm. kind of and and that right there is another way to stretch and mold. Mm -hmm. I've gotten great feedback as well from the reviews, the critical reviews, right? Where, you know, that, that truly beat me down deep, you know, deeply. In fact, it, one of them right. led to, um, mm -hmm. you know, working on improving the explanation of how to use the book on mm -hmm. Amazon because it was mm -hmm. such a, a cutting review that I agreed with. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the value of criticism mm -hmm. is to be able to, get better mm -hmm. and, 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 and evolve. That's a, so absolutely. I look at the, first of all, the actual content for me mm -hmm. is a book report. I'm drawing from Adizez's literature, each mm -hmm. of a, a well-renowned cultural mm -hmm. advisor, pundit uh, right. who's been with us, Ishak Adizez in his books, mm -hmm. I've read just about all of them. He talks about his literature as a book report. He's look, so I'm looking at, this is, at one point in time, a a a a component of something that I felt and and believed and mm -hmm. constructed for absolutely myself and um I, I I'm trying to look at every time I redo the book mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. own self reading yeah. and writing to 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 break apart what I put in and rebuild it. That in itself is how I'm going to grow as a person. That, mm -hmm with a, a greater capacity to manage people, right? Which will be the consequence mm -hmm. of my ability to manage my mm -hmm. own emotions. So, so that's my answer is I, I, I could have just said yes. <laughs> but I would have hated that. <laughs> it wouldn't be a very thoughtful response. Um, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, absolutely. Or just nod your head. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sure. Whatever. Or no, no way. This, this John, you understand. This is dogma, you know. It's it's just as much dogma as the the Iliad, right? There's the Iliad, right. and oh my God. thirty days of thought. So, so, folks, if you want to see us morph into sports talk radio, this is how you do it. Which is, <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. You know, you I like the Iliad. The Iliad. I'm the so, Il I'm Homer. Clearly, no, clearly. It's, it's not that well done. So let's beat it up a bit. The the, the, the process is. You're way hotter than Homer Simpson. Oh, 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 Homer oh, the Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was not one of the reviews on the book. <laughs> but maybe you Will could be. Leave, maybe some of the people could leave some in your You know, I would ask the, the listeners to yeah. be open to the process mm -hmm. and, and and leave an honest review. Mm -hmm. Period. Because that's how I'm going to grow. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we're going to bring better, you know, even more quality literature mm -hmm. in the future. So, uh, but yeah, that's what you're saying.
that's purposeful with the evolution um, in terms of your continuous knowledge. Folks, as you are listening, watching the Culture Matters podcast, and there's a lot of reasons to do exactly that. One of the things that Jay has just started, has begun the process of yep. too, is going through the book. And as you talked about breaking apart the knowledge, um, not reinventing, but but pulling it together from a different lens, a different vantage point. Have there been any surprises to you so far in regards to what you've uncovered as you take the steps in the process to go through? Yeah, yeah I think the, the victim seeks control. Mm. Mm-hmm. How so? In, in the lack of resources is a call to resourcefulness. Mm-hmm. And part of that is a, a convincing or a, 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 a necessary certainty despite uncertain odds. And when I wrote this, when I was writing the excerpts, the thoughts, mm-hmm. I feel the pressure. I feel the uncertainty masked with certainty. Okay. I feel the founding psyche of a future business operator right because before there's something to operate there's the energies to to manifest the actions and the right orations and the interactions communications with Mm -hmm. with the world potential customers Mm -hmm. you know inevitably people working with one with us our employees that to come they'll come later yeah just if in the beginning it's us and the and nature Mm mm-hmm and the angst and the and there, there's a narrative there's narrative within this book that, that one could you know that'll be more as i go into 30 days of thought yeah all these years later redoing 30 days of thought mm-hmm. there's the order and the, the order of the life less of, of the excerpts mm-hmm. feels my own autobiography absolutely there's value right there you know drawing from a nietzschean idea of uh Emmanuel Kant, you know, our philosophies are, are um, a projection of our autobiography. So, you know, uh, but but the point is, yes, yes. Um, how I'm doing it now, yeah, through the Culture Matters podcast, mm-hmm. is drawing from what I've learned over the last handful mm-hmm. of years as an advisor, as consultant through the idea of reading to think, writing to develop. Mm-hmm. I, I I reread the excerpt myself. Yeah. And I take some time to write down thoughts, bullets mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. ideas that come to mind when I read it that can take the thought in another direction, another right. further, even, even contradict myself. Hey, I, this is how I see it now, or it's another mm-hmm. way of seeing it. Or if we were here, let's go even deeper. Mm-hmm. Or, or so that's an, an exciting experience. So I'm writing those down, and I'm having a conversation on the podcast where I read the the excerpt, read right. the thought first one time through, and then mm-hmm. I'll go through a bullet. I may reread certain parts, and it's an an, an ad lib, but there's structure to it because of the bullets. Mm-hmm. That's been invigorating, and that's something I shared in a couple of the episodes because I'm, I've, as of this recording, I've recorded five of them of the over a hundred that could be done in this book. Oh, it, exactly. Uh, 
the angst, the apprehension and the desire, the impulse to not do it. Mm -hmm. One of the excerpts is procrastination is the only true death. And uh, I've, I haven't been able to do more of these in one day yet. It takes a lot out of me. Well, it's not like you have nothing else to do. So you've recorded an insane amount of podcasts in, and I say that as a high compliment. But there's a psychological impediment. It's such a difficult process to actually do 30 days of thought. I have tremendous gratitude and awe that the fact that people have actually done this. Yeah. And, and 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 not just done it, even put it in in books, mm-hmm. books about. So I'm because I I'm struggling today. I have to do one. I have to do number six. Okay. Self culture can influence and create culture, and I'm thinking I better do that immediately after we get off here. But mm-hmm. then again, I have a meeting at one p.m. So I I don't know because I need so much time to read it, to write my thoughts, and then do it. It's like an hour, but it's so much it's a lot of depth within an hour i want to not do it i want to put it off put it away and i share that with the audience like Mm -hmm. i am hello this is the the procrastination this is not a book though this is a process and i'm afraid of this myself question on the process so i love this because i feel like that you've made it even more interactive but this is a weird question but it came to my mind which is do you worry at all that as you're doing the work so to speak, that it becomes less interactive with the person. Like if you're given the answer, so to speak, uh, that is like, oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. I, I got that one. Um, or writing down your notes as if you are a lecturer, how are you able to great. navigate? You know, you know I, I want to use this um, Bezos in his recent interview right. with Lex Friedman. He said, I don't like to speak. I like to speak last at a meeting because mm-hmm. What I say will influence the meeting. Mm-hmm. There's there's truth mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. There's also what you say back to what someone says to you and what you ask relative to what someone does mm-hmm. or doesn't say. But mm-hmm. and the, but the value of that is it absolutely, it could potentially influence in mm-hmm. a way that um, maybe I wouldn't want. Ultimately though, I don't know how, I'm not, I don't know I want to steer away from the the idea of control in that manner. Where I see it is what I what I am responsible for mm-hmm. as it relates to the book being that I the inception of it has come through my own experience of mm-hmm. wanting to read to think more and write mm-hmm. to develop more and do this right now there's this book that ultimately there there's no greater person of responsibility to tell people that it exists. Mm-hmm. So if my pursuit to share that it exists right. undermines potentials, peoples mm-hmm. to benefit from it, that's an irony I'm not sure I, I can actually have any impact over. Uh, and that's okay. Because it, mm-hmm. it's, it's it would be like a too controlling of a thought to, to just not do it at all because I might influence some people's interpretation of it. Where I'm at right now from not doing, you know, it's been out for many years. People are still mm-hmm. using it and have interest in it. Looking back and saying in the beginning of the production of the, mm-hmm. the process. Yeah. What, what, 
what would have stopped me from doing it then? Mm-hmm. I mean, I did do it, but not at the level that I'm doing it now with the right. podcast. And I'd say, well, I hadn't yet fully bear, bear all, borne all the fruit from mm-hmm. the process. Yeah. Well, years later, I am mm-hmm. able to now share it in this way. So I've thought about what you've asked, and mm-hmm. it's 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 weighing the pros and cons. And I'd say that I'm more responsible for showing the example myself than the consequences of that act mm-hmm. it's, that's 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 beyond what i could control or, or influence i think I, my responsibility is to market the process so i'm going to do it in a way where i'm doing it versus just talking mm-hmm. about the process I, you and i have we're on that's the podcast on on your podcast and we were talking about a mutual friend and colleague maria quattrone talking about the work yeah. works and the example that we gave literally in the last recording was the fact that that sometimes or many times true leadership comes from demonstrating that you're willing to do the work you just gave me an idea i mean huh. I, I, I actually i'll likely do it more than once right by the third time of doing it what I said on the first, mm-hmm. it'll be different. Like meaning, imagine you're the viewer and you're going on YouTube on a playlist. It's 30 right. days of thought in mm-hmm. series one and it's a yeah. hundred videos. Mm-hmm. 30 days of thought series two, it's a hundred videos. Right. They're the same. You know, there's a, and there's one and two. Right. The same excerpts, how I'm interpreting it in one and what I'm sharing on that podcast, totally mm-hmm. different than two. Yeah. If there's enough space in between, I've mm-hmm. read more literature, mm-hmm. experienced more things, written more mm-hmm. things, and so on and so forth. That two, my what I'm talking about mm-hmm. is different than one. So mm-hmm. if I do this, you just gave me this idea. If I do this yeah. more than once, right? I do it a hundred, you know, do the whole book once and then come back and do it twice and then yep. on a rotation. By the time mm-hmm. the viewers see the fourth rotation, you know. They'll be as confused as they were. The or, or more enlightened or more enlightened, man. That it's so like, that's I, my answer that you've helped me right now in this, in this with, with that. Excellent. Uh, always happy to help. get to work. Look, you're a CEO, man. And you, and, and in this continuing evolution of all of this, the process going through organizations, listening, reading, writing, <laughs> absorbing, <laughs> How have you changed in say, regards uh, to the way that you here's lead? A way, here's how. Here's one how? way. I, yeah. I recognize that I am and I'm also not a CEO. Because okay. an executive, a I chief executive with no executives is a, a joker. <laughs> Low, f- fooling themselves. I'm the president. What I, what I can say, <laughs> say right now, right, is that I am the founder yeah. of yeah. Culture Matters right, and work for culture culture matters mm-hmm. work for for and with our client partners right and and represent the values in, in how i show up every day at mm-hmm. varying degrees of alignment yep <laughs> i get to call myself ceo because that seems to be what we get to do now before we are the chief of any executive right i mean there's some mm-hmm. depravity in that some so you have a badge the, that you wear that says CEO. <laughs> so like chief executive of, of my bed being made. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like, that's an important, uh, so that's something I've learned is that like, hey, I'm the founder of Culture Matters, meaning mm-hmm. I believed at one time that culture mattered. Mm-hmm. I believed 
that I understood enough to pursue that jump, mm-hmm. but also believed that I didn't understand enough for it to be interesting enough for me to pursue it. Mm-hmm. I do not understand culture the way I'd like to, which is why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I understand it enough to compete with those mm-hmm. that bring it to the marketplace. Right. And so that's how culture, the founding of Culture Matters as an advisory firm started. The mm-hmm. belief that culture mattered, the the belief that I knew enough about it to start to be a value. Right. And the 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 simultaneous belief that I didn't know enough, mm-hmm. which has driven me to work so mm-hmm. hard at it. Right. And so right. grown over years, mm-hmm. who we work with has grown and size, the scope, the education, so on and so forth. And we'll continue to grow with our growth. And I would say, so the founder of Culture Matters more so than the, that also gets to call himself the chief executive. Now, of course, it could be argued, I guess, you know, in another, in a cultural sense, being an advisor to many chief, actual chief executive officers mm-hmm. with executives. Um, maybe I could just call myself the CEO, but <laughs> I'm not going to fight you. Funny, funny. And I think that's a helpful, just that alone, that thought about powder, mm-hmm. you know, that there are distinctions that there could be, that could increase self-awareness mm-hmm. and opportunity to learn for the listener around, wait, mm-hmm. yeah, what, what am I actually doing? Like, am I actually showing up in a way where I'm, I'm an executive for my mm-hmm. people? Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, who, what are, what are their expectations mm-hmm. of me? What are my expectations of myself? Mm-hmm. 30 minutes of thought as a process has helped me mm-hmm. be better at being a person and being an advisor and built and, and being um, tasked with helping steer the vision and grow the, grow the organization grow the organizations that we've had the opportunity to serve that help our organization grow. So man, it's it's a life-changing, continues to be a life-changing, life-evolving process to read, write. And someone that did not, as of yet, participate in like a liberal education, liberal arts, you know, the classics, you know, it's it's like for someone that's not going to college for those types of things that right. would, benefit from some of what that offers to their working mm-hmm. career 30 days of thought i i believe is a, is a process helped me and i've seen it help others. so let me ask you this from the the sense of that process and how it's helped you uh if you are a corporate ceo what are a couple of things that they could do to better and in it and let's say the first one is bring you in and, and and in terms of, of improving their culture. But if they are feeling shaky or unsure, we're talking about the process of going through the book. Say you're a, a corporate leader, uh, CEO or, or CFO or whatever um, works for you. What are a couple of things that they could do to literally do maybe off the checklist, so to speak, of um, how the hell they could write a ship? Well, Thirty days of thought is 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 absolutely open to anyone at any level. Right. Uh huh. Whether they're working for 
the mm -hmm. very bottom of the mm -hmm. dominance hierarchy organization or at the very top mm -hmm. or their entrepreneurial mm -hmm. own self. Mm -hmm. That's what people, as it relates to the C chief executive officer, mm -hmm. relationships, resources, and reasons, the three R's of that position. Mm -hmm. Who are the actual relationships mm -hmm. that I can bring to my organization for it to grow? Vendors, service providers, advisors, external influences, investors, ad infinitum. That's external. What about internal? What are the relationships mm -hmm. like within the organization? How well am I attracting talent? How well am I integrating the talent that I have now? Resources. There are resources that only the CEO can bring mm -hmm. and unpacking the conscious aware, consciously aware list of what one believes one brings to their organization as far as mm -hmm. resources, just that exercise in itself mm -hmm. will help one at that level of um, responsibility become more accountable to how well they're doing the job. It's an interesting position because it's constantly in the dark and everyone is seeking its light. Mm. Because that the third R is reasons. Yes, and I want to ask the you about reasons that. reasons is being able to articulate where we're going, why we're going there, and how you think we can go there. And okay. then like, well, let's work on the how together. Right. And going back to the relationships, how do we actually mm -hmm. get everyone to work together? Mm -hmm. How do I actually do that? Mm -hmm. And a lot of that management ability runs in contrast with this founder type personality that starts like, a, uh, and I don't mean this in a secular sense, it's a metaphor. Yeah. Like the, the founder starts as Christ and has to become Socrates. So you start the business. I am the word. I am the truth. I, I am. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm oh saying, my God, I was ready to I'm rattle off. I am the light. <laughs> you know, I'm, that's it, my it, Catholic it, school. I it was all memorization. So anyway, oh, go ahead. I didn't know the whole thing. Meaningless, but it's memorization. Um, the company starts with this idea of the founder that they're right. going to speak into existence, mm -hmm. and the existence is going to manifest based on their ability to deliver results for those who pay them. Mm -hmm. So it's marketing and sales, and it's their personal brand of who hires them. As right. the organization grows around that. Mm -hmm. I argue they have to become like Socrates. The more they know is the more they know they don't know. Ah, uh, right. And this, where there was one speech, there's now inquiry and it's knowing when to speak and when to listen. And so how 30 days of talking up is mm -hmm. read to think, write to develop, listen to hear what is unsaid and speak mm -hmm. to like, Oh, now this is a big piece. You won't see anything about listening to hear what is unsaid in this book. Because when I write it, where oh. I was at, this is the most interesting thing to me, psychologically, mm -hmm. was read, write, speak. It was through the Culture Matters podcast, mm -hmm. interviewing hundreds and hundreds of people, right? where I realized how I, I didn't listen. Mm. It's not in my nature, too. When mm -hmm. I'm, I found I'm fighting for survival. I'm a victim attempting to become a victor. I lack the relationships, the resources. But all I have is the reason. Mm -hmm. you know, you'll see where I'm going to be. <laughs> you'll see. I'll show you. <laughs> all I've got is the reason. <laughs> so, 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 of course, it was speak. Of course, it was learn. Of course, mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. uh, and eventually, it was write. Because if you do enough speaking, you do enough reading, like I had once done, you become a megalomaniacal 
public speaker. Nobody likes those fucking people at, <laughs> at dinner parties. No, yeah, they're we're only when I was only that we're only invited to the to the stage. But after that, we basically are scubby individuals. Oh, you're uh, you're the first one at the buffet table because there's nothing else for you to do. You ever so. meet a motivate? If you meet a speaker that hasn't learned how to listen, they become a martyr to the culture. They're like mm -hmm. all they have is their jokes if they're a comedian because they're just speaking and mm -hmm. they're not programmed to listen. And so if the, if you read a ton of you have a tremendous amount mm -hmm. of information. And so that'll be a lonely existence. And I've experienced it. So I'll speak for myself. And so that's where the writing idea, oh, writing, okay. And mm -hmm. it was, you know, yeah, yeah. Self, self-reflection, meditation. Right. That yeah. led me to realize, oh, but listening, that's a good idea. So the Culture Matters podcast mm -hmm. is the integration between the Culture Matters podcast and 30 Days of Thought. Yeah. The listener is going through 30 Days of Thought, reading to think, writing to develop, mm -hmm. speaking to let go. If they listen to the Culture Matters podcast, they're going to hear me learning how to listen with the guests because that's what the podcast has been mm -hmm. for me mm -hmm. to learn how to listen mm -hmm. which takes preparation and it takes humility because you if you think somebody's a fool you don't debate them right you ask more questions mm -hmm. like if i think the point of the guest is foolish rather than make it all about me and get defensive for my dogma it's an interview. Maybe I could lean, you know, dig deeper. And I'm, it creates constraint. All of these types of, that is a, a management uh, capabilities. So mm. the, 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 the mm. and the listening to understand to, or to hear what's unsaid can come from the, the, the listener reading, putting their thought or, you know, recording the thought and then watching themselves. They mm -hmm. may not want to watch themselves because that might actually hurt them. They may not want to look at themselves. And that, that's a, that's an uncomfortable thing to face in the first place. And that's an opportunity to learn that right there. For one of the big proponents of the book, Brad, he'll even say to this day, yeah, read, write, speak, read, write, speak. And he talks about it because he when when we were um, in the throes of really working together deeply, you know, we still work, but with this book. Right. Listen to hear what is unsaid wasn't even a part of it. Well, why not? because well, I didn't do that mm -hmm. right and so my philosophy is revealing of my autobiography I wasn't listening to anything I was just reading tremendously mm -hmm. speaking tremendously and, and then writing tremendously wasn't listening to anything so for example of someone that experienced the book and, and did a bunch of you know got value from it, uh they don't even know that they're listening to heroes unsaid Jeez. because that wasn't even part of who that I was wasn't. Right, that wasn't part so of the process. And no, so there later, was as I've done these interviews on the podcast and realized how um how tuned out that I had been. Doesn't it make your life, and I'm learning this from me, doesn't it make your life or your job, we'll say, infinitely easier when you just listen to somebody? <laughs> You don't have to journal quite as much. You don't have to force your effort. It becomes so much more. It depends organic. where you are on the dominance hierarchy. Tell me what you mean. If you're at the bottom, mm -hmm. if you're at the bottom, it, a lot of things are backwards. Get getting recognition, getting seen. 
mm-hmm. maybe about jumping up and down and delivering results. Just so they could be heard. At the top, it creates even more issues to listen because you have power. You could force your ideas on people. Right. If you start leaning in and listening, mm-hmm. in the beginning, you're going to get a lot of conflict because mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to hear what everybody has to say because of how long you haven't been listening. When you're in the power, I'm just saying, that there, you be careful what you wish for. for uh, I got you. All it right. It takes a tremendous amount of, um, yeah, the things are counterintuitive, like, Example, example. Let's say that I work as a salesperson for a large organization right. with a strong brand. Mm-hmm. The conversation on the phone, I could think I'm selling through inquiry because at the basis of sales, mm-hmm. brokering value, yeah. the customer is telling me what they want. Mm-hmm. For them to tell me what they want, I'm going to increase that likelihood by asking questions. Mm-hmm. But what if the what if the quantity of questions and the quality of questions is proportionate to the brand of my employer? Oh, the more powerful the brand, mm-hmm. the less I have to actually ask and inquire. Mm-hmm. And I can just literally talk at them. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's the value. So, so I, but with a very small company mm-hmm. with no brand, I can't just talk at the customer. No, they don't. They don't know who I am yet. Or you haven't earned the right to. You haven't earned the right. But there's a but there's a lie inherent in the brand Mm -hmm. because on an individual level, because the lie is that um I can hide behind the brand, like the lie in my character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I can Mm -hmm. I can hide behind it. Like the the customers already made up their choice based on them. Right. Being influenced by the brand. Mm-hmm. And so I'm taking that order under the guise of thinking that I'm selling through mm-hmm. and what is selling at the base of it, it would be learn, listen, learning, solving problems. Ultimately, if you provide solutions to things that they want or need, then typically a sale will develop. But it is to me a collaborative process. You're never selling at, you're never shoving a product down somebody's throat. It never, you know, for me at least, is is how it worked. It, it never worked that way. Uh, so, so where I'm going with that was that yeah. the 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 listening or speaking is contextual and mm-hmm. it depends on other factors. I love like it. For a person in a position of power that's mm-hmm. been leading through force. they may be able to, and they've gotten used to getting things done without listening to anyone. But by sheer rawness Mm -hmm. of telling everyone what they think and what to think. Mm -hmm. In fact, business builders of smaller organizations, like I said, starts prophetic, has to become sporadic. Mm -hmm. They start as I am the truth, I am the word, I am. Mm -hmm. In the beginning of the business, I'm thinking for myself. I'm thinking for the customer. I'm mm-hmm. thinking for everyone. Yes. As the organization grows, I must be able to help other people think for mm-hmm. themselves or else. Mm-hmm. Where's the scale or else? Where's the meaning or else? Where's the tenure? Which is why the process becomes so damn timeless, right? Because like I said, it's like the old, there you go. Um, oh, there's the, there's the author. It's why the process is so damn timeless. 
because Can I read the um I think it'd be good to read the 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 I quit one just so like the Please. audience can get an idea of yeah, I'd love and I'd love you to do that for me. Kind of like, yes, please. So page forty-three. I quit every day. I'm the entrepreneur. I am thinking of an assembly line, white backdrop with black spots sticking out in mind, and the fear of the unknown, but not quite a sense of what is. These creatures slowly creeping to their maker is that of the entrepreneurial climb. It's ten a.m. And the alarm has gone off seven times. 4.55 a.m. Click off. 5.25 a.m. Click off. 5.45. 6.05. 6.45. 9 a.m. Click, click, click off. <laughs> the decision has been made. And I'm a mad, and I'm mad now, but I'm no cow. <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur and an angry one at that. I am in my own way and cannot get out of it. The only thing reasonable that comes to mind starts and ends with a four letter word. Oh, quit. Oh, okay. Quit. Um. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Quit. Come to think of it. Quotes got me here, remembering of the cute success stories they they like to sponsor on Facebook. Quote, entrepreneurship is like eating glass, Elon Musk. Today, I know the feeling. Every day is the same glass and the tried and true method of eating it. The job is to have no fear. My role is to fight the fire. The sole responsibility of me. The CEO is to do the dirty work, to man my own conveyor belt and feed my people with this mad meat. They will never know the truth, the hell they cannot see inside the factory of bullshit. The omissions I hold back. They cannot see the cleanliness, the tears, the screams, the pain inside. And I hold the burden. Every night, the same dream of white body and black spots. Fear in their eyes as the curtailers leading the herd of yes-men near their destination. They feed their people, the unclear, unknowing people following the master controller, the mad cow himself. I lay here, 10 a.m., clock ticking louder, redundant, revered, yet resented by myself, my people, and my cows. I must decide, and it, and it must be to face the day. What other choice do I have? Only one. Good morning, Facebook. I love Monday. Meme face, happy sticker, exclamation, exclamation. <laughs> Woo! Who else loves their work? This is the entrepreneur. And still, I want to eat the grass of my cows. It's like, what the hell was I on when I was writing? I, I don't know, but I want I want in, and I'm in a recovery. But I might make it an exception. Might that might be my hall pass? Um, it's, I was sober when I was writing. I swear. 
it's it's so engaging and powerful, which is why I do believe it needs to be resurrected. Uh, really a great read. By the way, as I said, if you weren't so damn good at what you do, I'd be like, he's a great audiobook reader. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's another I, thing I've gotten from doing this is learning right. how to read, frankly, like out loud, learning how to read the grammar and not read. Uh, I would read the grammar versus reading myself in a sense, like, you know, dribbling up. Reading to grammar is a learned, I think. Definitely, uh, it's learned. Me. I've learned that from 30 Days of Thought, re reading, learning how to read out loud. Um, I, I, I highlighted a couple things here, even from right. all these years ago, it looks like. So, mm -hmm. where I highlighted back then was um, the job is to have no fear. My role is to fight the fire. The sole responsibility of me, the CEO. See, that's funny. Do you that's still believe that? Well, yeah. If if so, I said is to do the dirty work, to man my own conveyor belt, to feed my people. The the one of the things that sticks out with this is, I, it was at the end, revered yet resented. Okay. I chose to start the company. I'm the founder. Mm -hmm. Let's say for any of the listeners. John, you chose to start. Mm -hmm. I chose to start. Mm -hmm. What's revered is the what could be possible. What's resented is I got to do this. Mm -hmm. What do I even do? How do I do it? Mm -hmm. I'm still upset about those people that came before this. You know, for every 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 parent, it, it was once a let down child. You know, and I'm not right. fair. <laughs> like. There's there it's it the resentment and the inversion right the lack mm -hmm. presupposes the the abundance or the or the or the or the gain, so so I lay here at ten a.m. clock ticking louder redundant revered yet resented by myself my people and, and my cows I must decide and must be to face the day and then I go in the end with that happy memes and I love Monday and. Uh... <laughs> Woo -woo! Uh, radical affirmation it's the it's the honest lie of the mindset i call the lie set the honest liar lies is honest in public but lies to themselves there's a level of self-deceit that comes before creating the business and you know i'm, I'm now going to hype myself up with a false narrative mm -hmm. to make my truth come to the light this is what happens this is how it actually manifests building and and there's a there's a there's a general uh message i'm sending attempting to send generally is mm -hmm. be careful who you become in the process be careful what you become in the process mm -hmm. um how how i how i and we build the organization will reveal will 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 lead to <laughs> will lead to a despot right i'll be the the, the despotic leader the, the dictator I when i finally arrive mm -hmm. or the George, or the washington who's who who would have given up the presidency mm -hmm. so so yeah i i i i, I remember re re thinking these you know this is what the experience is mm -hmm. uh, the decision has been made now the metaphor, we could do a whole podcast about the mm -hmm. metaphor with the cows and the conveyor belt and all that. But yeah, I'm curious what comes to mind, you know, and 
as we near the end of this? Yeah. Well, for me, I, I it it makes the evolution or the reason to do the evolution, so to speak, way more uh, advantageous. I look for like like desirable and achievable. Can I? Do I want to do it? And am I capable of doing it? And I believe in terms of evolution and growth, I typically ask those questions. Is this what I want to do? And am I able? Or am I going to have to enlist help? So I believe for me personally, the answer is yes to both. Uh, it is desirable. I don't ever personally, and I don't recommend to anybody watching or listening that you stay exactly the same. I, I, I just think it, 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 people feel that sense of resignation that you've given up in the trying. And that's to me how I interpret this. So when you are going, you personally, Jay, going to painstaking levels of going through and re-involving and engaging yourself in this process mm -hmm. that to me is the takeaway for at least today which is the reason why you do it is you get the chance to feel absorb information share it and in, in essence it's not just make yourself smarter maybe it's make yourself like i said make yourself happier you know, ultimately make yourself happier. And I don't mean that in a Pollyanna way. I certainly don't mean it in the Monday memes. I simply mean that sense of confidence that comes from, oh, I was willing to take the risk. Like you, you were willing to take the risk to kill yourself to record an insane number of podcasts. And I know that's growing. The, the willingness to walk the walk and go through the process publicly uh, which to me is brave and inspiring and that you continue to want to learn and evolve. So brother, I'm thrilled that you made the time for me today. Jay Duran, please keep coming back. That door is wide open for you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Folks, you've just heard another episode of your message received. Keep watching, listening, subscribing, tell your friends, go to the process. Hey, the old 76 please. Yes. I was actually, before you read it, I was going to say, he hasn't, in my mind, I wanted, I'm staying in the conversation and in my head, I'm like, he hasn't done a quote. And so the answer I always do that. Yeah. Always. And I was More like, like okay, I'm not going to force him, but please, yes. The theme, you know, theme thematically represent this uh, show. I, he would, the quote is, he, he, who would learn to fly one day must first learn to stand and walk and run and climb and dance. Hmm. One cannot fly into flying. Friedrich Nietzsche. Oh. Here we are. Brother, gorgeous. Thank you, sir. Keep coming back. This is John Duffin with Duffin Media. Have a great rest of the day, all. Thanks for tuning in, and we will be driving content through your front door soon. Be well, all. Ah. And now, making its way across the finish line, your message received has been a production of Duffin Media.